This is Reverend Essie with Micromana from New Birth Ministries, and I hope everything is going good for you. It's going good for me. God is good. Amen. We woke up this morning and you're listening to this, so God has been good to you. Amen. There are people who wish they could say that. If you're walking and talking, if your eyes are open and you're listening, God has been good to you. Amen. Amen. We we have to learn to be thankful and be grateful. Amen. Because God is gracious and he wants to know if we are thankful for what he has done for us. Amen. God is good. I am going to speak today on something that I know a lot of people have experienced or wondering about. And it's called the David anointing. There are just some people out there who have a special anointing. Some of you listening have a special anointing, whether people told you you do or not. And sometimes people don't even want you to know that you have it. But I came today to tell you that you do. Amen. If God has been showing you that you have a strong anointing, then it is time for you to accept that fact and to begin to act on it because faith without what is dead? Faith without works is dead. Amen. Let me open up with prayer. Abba, Daddy, Father, Father God, creator of all things, we love you. We love you, Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for opening up our eyes and seeing the beautiful sky. No matter what the weather is like, we are alive, and we're thankful for that. Father God, for all of those that are experiencing depression, those that may be experiencing bad weather, and they just are, they feel like they're losing their joy. There's been so much rain and floods and, and all kind of havoc going around. Father, we're praying for those people and asking that you send joy into them so they can see the goodness in you and not look at what's happening around them. Father God, send the Holy Spirit into this session. Holy Spirit, Ruha Kadesh, take over. Speak through me. I thank you for using me as a vessel, as an oracle of the Most High God. You live in us, Father. We thank you for that. Each and every believer has you within them, the God in them. Amen. The God in us. Therefore, every single day, no matter what happens to us, Father, we're blessed. We are totally blessed, and the people that are around us are blessed. They're blessed just by being with us. Amen. Amen. We love you, Father. We're lifting up all of the prayers that we've received. We're lifting up the ones that we know about, the ones we don't know about, those that are being hospitalized, uh, those that have, uh, the doctor has given them uh, a bad uh, word about their health, and we know you get the last word. Amen. So we're praying for healing. God, I love healing. I believe in healing. I've seen you do it in my own life. I've seen you do it in the lives of my family and friends, and I'm asking for healing in all situations, Father God, unusual healing. Send your healing so strong. Your word says, by his stripes we were healed. Amen. That means we're already healed. Cause people to not look at what the enemy wants them to look at, not what the flesh and the world wants them to look at. It caused them to look deep down inside and see your healing radiation, your healing going on. 
the atoms and the particles just moving and spinning around and bringing the heat of the Holy Ghost to their bodies and healing them a little bit at a time. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, Father God, heal us, each and every one of us. We will not accept diseases and sickness, Father. We rebuke them right now in Jesus' holy name. Every single chance we get, every time the devil comes around, we're going to rebuke him in your holy name, Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach, amen, amen. Father God, for the sick and the shut-in, the elderly and the children, uh, we're lifting them up to you. Everybody that we can stand in a gap for, we're lifting them up to you, giving them to you in your hands as you sit high upon your lovely, awesome, beautiful, royal throne. In Jesus' holy name, Lord, use me. If you can use anyone, Lord, you can use me. Amen. Hallelujah and amen. God is good. Amen. God will use you if you allow him to use you. Don't be afraid of what he's going to do or where he's going to send you. Some people say, Lord, if you could use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my heart, Lord, guide my feet. And they sing the whole song. And the next thing you know, God says, go to Africa. And they're like, oh, maybe not. So so watch what you ask for. If you want the Lord to use you, he will use you, but he's going to hold you to your word. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. But if you ask him for something, God's going to give it to you. Did you ever find yourself getting unusual favor in various situations when you know that you didn't deserve it? Today, we're going to talk about the David anointing. A lot of you out there have the David anointing. You're wondering why things are happening to you, and I'm getting ready to show you why. A lot of you have what I call the David anointing. Life can really get rough at times, but did you notice that you're still here, and some of us came out smelling like a rose, so to speak? You wonder if people maybe have forgotten your plight, or if... So much time and aging has gone by that maybe no one really cares. Did you ever go through a session or a season of special blessings that almost had you in tears? I know I have. God is good. It's nothing that you did. It's actually the hand of God on you. The larger the measurement of your faith, the larger the blessings. There are two types of anointings that God gave to a couple of leaders in the word. And we need to take a look at them. Number one, the Saul anointing. And number two, the David anointing. What is the difference? If we look at 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1, we see the King Saul was anointed by the prophet Samuel with a vial anointing. Samuel used a a little vial to anoint him. Perhaps God knew that Saul would be a disappointment, which he did say at one time. 
and limited his anointing, we don't know. God will not trust a fool with a high anointing. Now one can make mistakes, but Saul was just outright disobedient to God. But the people of Israel wanted a king, so God gave them a king. During the course of Saul's reign, he did what he wanted to do. Whatever he wanted to do, he did it. Whenever he wanted, he did it. He paid no attention to the prophet of the Most High. He held his own sacrifices, which he was not to do. He refused to kill a king who was Israel's enemy. Never mingle with an enemy. And... On top of that, he visited a witch, the witch of Endor, to learn, get this, to learn how to run Israel. Okay, so you're a king and you're going to go to a witch to learn how to run a country. Okay, yeah. And then they wonder why he had an evil spirit. We have to be careful of who we, in, in, uh, I'll say in who we cons- whom we consult. Amen. Watch who you consult with. He tried to kill David out of jealousy and he died by his own sword. Now that's 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. Now look at 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 1. Prophet Samuel anointed David with a horn of oil. You see the difference? Saul was anointed with a vial. David was anointed with a horn of oil. David was still young. Israel actually had two kings. David remained loyal to Samuel until his time and until his season. God always has a ram in the bush. We should never get too high and mighty because God can replace us. And a lot of times, the anointed one is not the one that you think. Saul was a grown man with a son and nephew. He sinned and lost his kingdom. Now, David was a little ruddy, no muscles or brawn like his brother's. And he tended the sheep so much and so well that his dad had to send for him when the prophet Samuel came for the new king. He wasn't considered the bodyguard of the family type. And it's also strange how his own father didn't see him as, a, as king material. Samuel had to ask, is this all of them? whenever he sat down with Jesse and his sons. When Samuel told Jesse to get his sons so that he can choose which one God wanted to lead the nation, Jesse brought all of his sons there except for little shepherd David, which is odd. Now, like yourself, do you sometimes not feel like king or queen material? Do people overlook you constantly like Jesse overlooked David in this instance? 
Are you finding more and more people getting recognition when you are the true shepherd of the flock? I'm sure a lot of you have been going through this lately, and no, it's not you. You're not seeing things. God is showing you something. Others rise above. They rise above you, and they get promoted because of their looks, their muscles, their beauty, their body, or money, and or their alleged, notice I said alleged, prestige. Once there were two leaders, one had money and fame and got promoted quickly, but the other leader was the anointed one. You see, we cannot go by the outer appearance, as God told Samuel. Everyone that looks the part may not always have the anointing. One leader looked the part, but the other, more quieter, was more prophetic. Absolutely no fruit flowed out of the more well-known leader, but they looked good and they played the part well. So therefore, they got promoted over the other one. And the people loved them. David had an anointing on him that got him out of every trouble but sin. And the same happens to us. You cannot sin on purpose whenever you want to and think God is going to save you out of that every time. God said, be holy for I am holy. Now, making a mistake is one thing, but doing it on purpose is a different thing. God says in his holy word, you are of your father, the devil. So choose you this day who you are going to serve. Amen. When David fought the lion for the sheep, he won. When he fought the giant Goliath with a slingshot and one smooth stone, David won. When he fought the Amalekites who stole his people and his wife, David won. When his own son Absalom tried to kill him and take over his kingdom, setting David on the run, David still won. But when he lusted for a married man's wife and got her pregnant while the husband was at battle, David lost. They lost the baby. We have to follow the word of God. We have to let God be our pilot in our lives completely. Not our co-pilot, our pilot. You have to trust. In order to be successful with your anointing, you have to stay plugged into God and listen to his leading. When you don't, you lose or get lost in the shuffle. It is interesting that through jealousy and sin, Saul tried to kill David. David had Bathsheba's husband killed in battle. David's son killed his sister's character and her joy by raping her. And his other son, Absalom, was killed as well, trying to replace his own father on a throne. Greed Lust, envy, jealousy, hate, they lead to destruction. All of these situations, people lost their purpose. God has a greater purpose for me and you. We have to trust and believe and follow that Shekinah glory cloud whenever it goes and wherever it goes. 
in order for us to be blessed. When you do that, beware because your enemies can see that you have that favor of God on you. You have to know this as well. Sometimes the enemy can see it better than we can. And they try to take advantage of that. In your innocence, most of them know that you have that anointing on you. You have that advantage over them and they're hoping, listen to this, they're hoping that you never discover it because then you'll have a one-up on them. Be careful of everyone who smiles and whispers to you, especially only when they need something or they want to know something because they know that through the Spirit of the Most High God, you know things. You can answer questions that you had no idea about until they brought it up. They know the Spirit uses you. They know that you're an oracle. They know that you are. You have that anointing on you. I've even seen people run their entire churches on somebody else's anointing. And People don't know that, but it happens. Their vial is jealous of your horn. Be bold, David. Be strong. For the Lord thy God is with you. You will want for nothing. And with the anointing of the Most High God, you are an awesome leader. You will do good in that thing that you feel God is calling you to. Just make sure that God is your only source and you can't lose. Like I said, pilot, not co-pilot. When you sit in the driver's seat with God, you're letting him know that you have fear. You're letting him know that you don't totally trust him because what if he falls asleep? What if he lets go of the wheel? What if he hits a bump? What, what, what? What if, what if, what if? You're letting God know you don't trust him. Amen. So I hope you got an idea of the two different anointings, the King Saul anointing and the King David anointing. If you've been finding things happening to you that are unusual, unexplainable, things that make you smile, things that make you just cry at night on your pillow because God's been so good to you, you have a David anointing. That means that your faith, through God's grace, God blessed you. And we don't know why. We can't explain why. All all I know is that the Bible says, have faith. The more faith you have, the better you're going to do in life. You have to believe that God is your supplier, that God is your source. And you also have to believe that Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, is the Savior. He's our Lord. Are you saved? Are you saved? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? You know, Jesus said, then no man will see God unless they go through him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man gets to the Father but by him. And there are so many people trying to go in different ways. They're robbers and they're thieves. 
You cannot get to God unless you go through Jesus. If you are not saved and you want to be saved and accept Jesus right now, because you don't know what's going to happen right after you listen to this, just say, Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I want to live better. I want a better life. I need you to teach me and be my God and be my Savior and my Lord. I accept you as my guide, my Savior, and my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Show me your way. Amen. And if you just said that, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. Go find a Bible-believing, tongue-talking church that believes in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the believes in the leading of the Holy Spirit, the teaching of the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, when Jesus left us, he, he left us. And he said, I'm going to leave you another comforter. And it was the Holy Spirit of God. And he's ready to teach you anything you need to know. When you study the word, when you start to begin to study Bible studies or studying the Bible, pray first and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you what you need to know. If you want to use this day of an anointing and you want to use it well and, and be blessed and have other people around you become blessed because of you, just because you're in their presence, learn the word. <laughs> Amen. Learn the word. Well, I hope we got a little something, something out of these two anointings today. God bless you. God keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Give you grace. Give you peace. You and your family, your household. Thank you for listening. And always remember, Jesus is Lord. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you.